0: My friends, welcome to the Sheep Kid Sheared Podcast. I am your host, Austin Creed. I want to welcome you into the show. So, we're going to discuss the philosophy of one Herbert Marcuse. Now, you may have heard of the name Bill Bill Ayers. Name might ring a bell. Might have heard of... What's another guy's name? He's another friend of Obama. I'm trying to remember. it, But this isn't about Obama. We're talking about Herbert Marcuse. Herbert Marcuse is one of the philosophers you probably never heard of who has had a very drastic effect on western philosophy and the left wing in America. He immigrated here from I believe it was from Germany back in the 1940s. And I believe he was of German descent, but here's what I really want to discuss, okay? I've discussed this list before, but there was a list that Herbert Marcuse and his acolytes At the Frankfurt School of Critical Thinking, which is now, which is what they call it now. Back in the day, it was the the Frankfurt School of Marxist thought. But, there were 11 things that the school pushed, that the philosophers at the school, the school in general, pushed forward. Now, they were very similar to a group that you probably also never heard of, which is the Red Army Faction, or the... Beiter-Meinhof gang. Beiter-Meinhof gang was a gang, I believe in the 70s, who, they were were called the children of Nazis, and like the Nazis, they didn't fall far from the tree. They hated Zionists in, in Israel, because like the children of Nazis, they hated Jews and Zionism. But, there was this belief that you needed to have this violent revolution amongst the Marxists at the time, Leninists, Trotskyites. I understand there's lots of different kinds. Everything kind of gets jumbled into one definition, which is Marxist communism, okay? Because Engels and Marx were the ones who wrote the Communist Manifesto, you often forget about Leninism, Trotskyism, and whatnot, which there are subtle differences, but I don't want to lose the forest for the trees because it was Herbert Marcuse who came up with this concept of you don't need to do what they did in the Soviet Union, you don't need to do what they did in Cuba, they, you don't need to do these things outright. There's no need for Trotsky's view where there was constant revolution, constant violent revolution. There was no need for this overt takeover. They said you don't need to do that, you can do it from within. And so I want to read to you a list of 11 things that the Frankfurt School of Marxist theory put forward that may or may not be prevalent today. I believe it to be very, very apparent for the modern day. Now, not all of them are political per se, but all of them can be rooted back to politics. Now, I'm going to read you the list of 11 different things. And I want you to ask yourself the following question. How much of this that was introduced back in the 1940s, 50s, 60s, how much of this do you see now? And who do you think is the biggest proponent of the change that, you've, that you're that you seeing? Some of you might see, oh, this is happening in the culture. Why? this? The culture is moving in this direction. Why is this happening? Well, it's not just because of the celebrities and the politicians. They're the puppets. These are the puppeteers, the philosophers, the big money. This is where they get their ideas from are men like Herbert Marcuse, and you never probably heard of him before. I'll read you, here's a list of 11 things. Let me know what you think about it in the comments. Let me know what you think about it on my X handle, at sheep I'm curious, my DMs are open. Let me know what you think about this list. Here it is. Number one. The creation of racism offenses. In other words, whenever possible, use race where class would be be normally applicable. If you don't know anything about communism, the whole thing is based off of class welfare. The proletariat seeking vengeance against the bourgeoisie. And in this example of racism, which Herbert Marcuse talked about at length, he believed the minorities the racial minorities to be the proletariat and the white man as the bourgeoisie, the white nuclear family, more accurately, as the bourgeoisie. So that is why he said the following, the creation of racism offenses. That's number one. Number two, cultivate continual change in the country to cultivate confusion. Did you hear? I'll, I'll repeat that in case you missed it. Cultivate continual change in the country to create confusion. In other words, always push change. Remember Barack Obama, how he introduced this idea of change. Change is good because it's change. This is 100% false. Change is not good because it's change. You need to know what you are changing and if it needs to be changed and how and why and all that. But... Number two is cultivating continual change in the country to create confusion. Number three, teach sex and homosexuality to children whenever possible. Hmm. I'm not making this up, by the way. How many of you are kind of shocked by how much power the rainbow community has in the country? How many of you feel as though your freedom of speech has been violated because now you cannot say what you wanna say without being in fear of losing your job, in fear of your family being threatened, and with fear of you suffering potentially very physical financial threats. This is part of the reason. Number four, undermine schools and teachers' authority. How many videos have you seen? Whether it's on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Worldstar. How many times have you seen kids fighting in class, calling the the teacher names, uh, acting like a fool in class, disrupting the other people's learning? Did you hear about the story recently in New York City? I believe it was it was in New York State, where in I think it's James Madison High School where they forced some of the school attenders the students out of the school and to go online for the immigrant the illegal alien children to take their place in schools i'm not making this up uh do you think that might fall into the category of undermining schools and teachers authority maybe that's only number four there's 11 of these okay we're on to number five. Here's number five. Flood the country with immigrants to destroy the identity of the nation. If your first reaction to what I just said is racism, you have just now verified number one on this list. The creation of racism offenses. I didn't say Mexicans. I didn't say people who are of Hispanic descent. I've said immigrants. Now, if most of those immigrants happen to be Hispanic, that doesn't matter. My sentiment would not change if they were a bunch of Irishmen or Germans or Poles. It would not change one iota. But you see how this list is kind of all tied in? Number five is flooding the country with immigrants to destroy the identity of the nation. Never has a time been like this in human history. Back in the day, when a king, emperor, or Prince would take over another country. They would change the demographics of the nation to cultivate confusion and to throw off the people from their ancestral homeland to prevent them from revolting. Never have we seen in human history, a time where we invite in the demographic change. We invite, and that does not have to be just white people. Okay. Because if you want to say that you're wrong. In fact, Back a hundred years ago, when it was mainly Europeans that came here, it was not... There was was still racism. But it was more based off of Irish, Germans, Englishmen, Poles, Czechs. Everybody was free game. Jews, everybody was fair game. There was a sign, you can look up online, that said Irish and dogs need not apply. And yet, you think there's white privilege. You think that because the white people have been here, quote, longer, that the white people just have it easier than everybody else. No, everybody paid their dues. I don't want to see these people go to the front of the bus. Let them line online like you did, like your grandfather did. I don't want to hear this malarkey about how hard they work. Everybody works hard. Everybody wants the American dream but they suck the country dry. Look at your hospitals. Look at California, where now they're paying, they're, they're promising to make sure every illegal alien gets health care, and they have no voter ID laws. Look at how it's tied into number one, the creation of racism offenses. Because they're mostly not Europeans, you're gonna scream racism if anybody says anything. That's all tied in. These are all connected. And I'm not half, uh, this is me just barely getting halfway through the list. That's only number five. Let's go in number six, number six, promote excessive drinking and drug usage. Hmm. Oh, you mean like what they did in Oregon where they're legalizing, they're decriminalizing, sorry, drugs or the legalization of marijuana. That's coming down the pipe. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You, you don't, you don't think that's tied in. It's easier to control people when they're on a substance, whether it's legal or illegal. I don't understand people who are out here who are on medication, like um, big pharma, med- mental health medication and whatnot, and they want to look down on people who use coca or methamphetamines or anything else. I mean, one way or the other, you're a druggie, that's all. What ma- What's the difference? At least the person who's getting something from a hooded guy on the, sh- on the street corner knows what they're doing. And knows that what they're doing is wrong. And they know they're a druggie. Versus the guy who gets it from a guy in a lab coat. Thinks he's better. Uh, I don't think so. Number seven. Empty out the churches. Hmm. Oh, you mean like how there's a constant attack against people who go to church in this country? How it's white supremacy to like church? How it's uh, Islamophobic to be a Christian or a Jew. Because the, the, Islam, the Islamists hate Jews and Christians. Number eight create a unreliable legal system with a bias against the actual victims of crime. Oh, you mean like how we've seen the legal profession now where the illegal alien is more sacred than you, where the people who actually commit the crimes are not arrested, like the minority crime wave we see in the country right now. Did I say minority crime wave? Did I accidentally tell the truth? Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry at all, actually. Hey, if there was a crime wave of a bunch of um, people of European descent creating the crimes, then that's exactly what I'd be talking about. It has nothing to do with racism and everything to do with 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 reality. Again, it all ties in. You'd be shocked how many times things tie into number one on this list, the creation of racism, racism offenses. If your first instinct is to scream racism about anything, that is why. That is why. Even if it has nothing to do with race and everything to do with the individual who just so happens to be of another race, that's the first thing most people will say because they've been brainwashed by guys like Herbert Marcuse and his acolytes to believe in racism offenses. Number nine, make the people dependent upon the state and the state benefits. Oh, you mean like the welfare state we see today? Oh yeah. Oh, you mean like how a lot of people are on food stamps and how most of the immigrants who came over now uh, know, learn how to work the system, whereas the immigrant that came 50 to 100 years ago had to actually work in the mines, in the factories, on the assembly lines and not just work the system like a leech on the back of a of, an, of, a, of a human or a bear or anything else. I'm not making, you see what I'm talking about my friends? Do you see what I'm talking about? This is what we talk about whether on the right side or the middle section of the aisle, on the red pill space. This is what we're talking about. This is the programming that I mention every single day on this show. Is this, it's this type of philosophy that you're not even aware of. You probably didn't even know about Herbert Marcuse until you clicked on this video. And yet for some reason, Now he has his finger in every single thing that happens around America. Coincidence? I don't think so. Number 10, control and dumb down the media. Hmm. When's the last time you heard anybody in the the mainstream media talk about America, talk about the family, talk about men, talk about, uh, patriotism. When's the last time you heard anybody of these bums speak for you? You didn't because they don't. And the media is owned by gangsters who care only about money and not about the common man, not about your struggles, not about anybody but themselves. And that is why if it bleeds, it leads. If it burns, it earns. That is why. That's why they cultivate the chaos because it gives them money. They won't tell you the truth because A, you probably can't handle it. And B, they're not even looking for it. They're looking for what gets clicks. They're looking for what gets your attention. They don't care whether it's true. They care about whether it can generate them revenue. That's all. And finally, number 11, encourage the breakdown of the nuclear family. Now, some of you might argue that I do that on the show by saying you need to be a biblical bachelor. Well, You see, I wouldn't have to discuss being a biblical bachelor if the marriage laws actually were fair. If the fact that women weren't taught to be complete skeezers and hoes and they didn't divorce men at record rates, statistically, women are more likely to file for divorce 80%. But yeah, I'm supposed to sit here and teach marriage. I'm supposed to sit here and teach about a fantasy that doesn't exist anymore. Sorry, I won't do it. I'm not going to do it. If they want to fix marriage laws, they want to start educating women on how to be women and women and men on how to be men, then we can have a conversation. Until that happens, I'm not budging an inch and neither should you. You want to be a simp? You want to plug into the system? Go ahead. You want to be a woman? I'm not telling women what to do. You can do whatever the hell you want. Just don't come to me when you're 30 or 40 and want to come under my protection and and try to suck up my resources because it's not going to happen. You won't get it. My friends, those are the 11 things that Herbert Marcuse made popular. By the way, he was called one of the masterminds of the left, which he hated that title, by the way. But that's what he was called back in the day. So my friends, I would like to ask you, what do you think of this list? Do you think this affects Western thought every which way to Sunday like I do? Do you think that now you start to see why certain things are the way they are in society today? How it started in the 60s and over the last 60 years, we've seen that slow change, that slow fade. You you see what I'm talking about? How it's been a snowball effect that's slowly been building into the juggernaut that we see today, that now no matter what we do, it's almost impossible to stop it. It's not an accident, my friends. Stay vigilant, stay informed, and please, if this list has taught you anything, question everything that comes your way and do not be a guppy in a fish tank who takes the bait every day and wonders why you don't achieve in your life. I'm out. Have a great evening. Peace.